0: Welcome back to the Integrateness Podcast with Jason and Jolene. I'm Jason. She's Jolene. She's wearing a toque. You can't see that. She's inside. I never understood wearing a toque inside.
1: It's because my hair is not
0: done. <laughs> okay. That makes perfect sense then. <laughs> it makes no sense when guys do it. Like if you're like me with short hair and you're inside and you're wearing a toque, it's like the fuck's better with you. I
1: know. You That love- makes
0: perfect sense. <laughs>
1: You're supposed to just say like, it looks really good. No, you know what the truth is, is that it just arrived in the mail today. My friend had one of these over the Christmas holidays and I was like, where'd you get that? So she told me and I ordered some from this lady and it just arrived in the mailbox today. So I was like, I'm going to try it on. And then I had to rush to come and record. So I left it on.
0: I like it. It's a a very nice toque. it wasn't a statement about that. I just, it was just interesting because I've never seen you wear anything on your head in the entire time I've known you and we've done this show.
1: That is untrue. That is so untrue. When? But You know what? You saw me with a Santa hat on.
0: Right, (laughs) I've blocked that memory from my brain.
1: (laughs) I had a Santa hat on for the drunk Christmas episode. And I was actually going to ask people, who do you think got the drunkest? And I think you just outed yourself there.
0: (laughs) No, you, I counted the bottles that you consumed when you left, you left and you put down way more than I did.
1: Consumption does not equal intoxication, right? You don't know what my dependence level is. No, I was clearly the most drunk, for sure. <laughs> we also,
0: we also apologize. We lied to you a bit. Last week, we said that we'd be recording from here on in, in person like we did with the Drunken Christmas episode, uh, but we're not doing that this week because my kid is sick, and it would just be inviting a whole world of trouble for Jolene to come in, pick up yet another virus, and spread it back to her children, so
1: right cuz we got all the time in the world for that these days <laughs> fuck right um anyways this week
0: now your intention cuz in our new year's episode you talked about setting intentions for the year Jolene and yours was to create greater connections with people so yeah, we connect- figured this would be a good episode to talk about what that what connections are um what that they mean to say each of us and potentially to the people out there why they're important and also just to find out how's your connection intention going?
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So my core desired state of being and intention for this year is connection. So for the last couple of years, I have very much kind of been in hermit mode. I've very, I've gone very inward. I have again, through COVID and things like that, lost connection in some ways, but gained so much connection in other ways. So connection for me is connection with self connection with others. I for sure am increasing my connection to spirit this year and bridging more into the mediumship work that I was training through all last year and needing to dive into a little bit more. So definitely increasing my connection with spirit and then in general connection with purpose, connection with alignment, like connecting in so many ways. So that's what that means to me. And I'll talk a little bit about how that's already started to unfold uh, in the last little while here. So if we were to look at the definition of connection, and I was just looking this up before we started to press record, and I was like, I don't like that, Jason. So the like Webster definition of connection is a relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. That's not what my idea of connection was for this year. So then we looked up, actually, this was kind of under a bit of a business profile, And it's around personal connections. What are personal connections? And that's what I wanted was like the intimacy, the depth in connections to go deeper in all the things that I'm doing. And where can I just build more connections and deeper connections um, to help expand me, particularly on this journey that I'm on professionally, personally, romantically, as a mother, you know, as a neighbor, whatever these things be. Okay. So a personal connection is a genuine bond formed between two people wherein each person feels seen, heard, and known. Ah, that was the one that spoke the most to me. Because again, that touches when you talk about, like when you go back and listen to our intimacy episode, that's what that does. That takes it to a different depth and it actually gives it substance and nourishment.
0: Yeah, no, I I like that. That's a a good one. Um, And I think that's kind of what we all crave. In, in any kind of meaningful connection right i always look at a connection every more in a relationship sense but that's what a connection is um between two people each person's got to be getting something out of it mm-hmm. and that's where like you know you're seen, you're heard you're understood right that is i think a core a key component to any connection that you have is that each person needs to get something out of it if one person there's a connection between two people but one person's doing all the giving and the other person just keeps taking without giving much back that connection will sever sooner or later it might even take 20 years but it's going to sever
1: Yeah. And people will know because we talked about that in the like making space in relationships and kind of purging some of those connections that we have. Right. So people already know where we've kind of referred to and where in their lives that kind of fits. But yeah, that mutual, that beneficial, like mutually benefiting relationships, that reciprocity kind of piece. And I also kind of want to point out there that like it should almost feel effortless. It shouldn't be forced. It's not ob- obligated, um, obligatory. Remember the word I can never say. Obligatory, um, yes. Yeah, and 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 therefore doesn't lead to resentments or people acting out of integrity in their like, or or even inauthentically to maintain the connection because that's what it is. Like authentic connections is really where I want to like anchor way more into where each person truly just brings their whole true self to it um and and everyone kind of propels each other forward in this journey so you and I have done that through our um kind of collisions to get to this point and we're both on like this shared mission with the podcast but then you can see where all the rest of our life is unfolding in all of its own ways as well right so in in that kind of way where it's like truly back and forth pretty effortless like actually all of our interactions are so effortless hey Jason like I don't know how either. They just, they just flow. I don't know either. It just
0: doesn't make a lot yeah. of sense to me.
1: <laughs> but things align when they need to align and schedules and rebookings. You know, I don't know how many times it was like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Can we reschedule? I was like, oh my God, I totally needed that. Thank you. It was perfect. Right? Like, so when you're doing the right things and when you're aligned with the right people, all that stuff just kind of flows. So really like anchoring into that quality Um, And that feeling of that kind of connection. Right. So, yeah, I look at that from like personal levels, romantic um, business levels, a lot of like, you know, partnership intentions in terms of business world and where my practice is expanding and the different kind of uh, professionals in the community that I'm linking with and just different things like that, too. Right. And connection with my children, those kinds of things. Right
0: what do you think it was that was going on in your life because you did mention that you know you'd gone into a very much an inward period was there any one thing that kicked off this desire to kind of reach out and get these connections now like why do you think now was the time
1: oh because so (laughs) I uh I'm a bit of a hard ass on myself and um I I uh did not engage in the dating um Field in game, I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, for like it it, like two and a half years after my separation. Um, and I mean I've been pretty open about that and in my journey, especially on my business page and stuff, and really like just almost being too much of a hard ass on myself in terms of like, I want to be healed. So I'm repeating zero of the same patterns. And also there's a huge sense of distrust in there as well, right? Distrust maybe of myself of choosing the right partner or people to, um, you know, connect with. And there was also just this huge piece of like, I don't have very much spare time or free time. And I didn't want to share that with anyone else yet. I really wanted to nourish that time with myself and just be with myself and learn more about myself. There was this brand new version of me that was going to be um, joining the dating world. And I needed to figure out who she was because she's not the 23 year old that was last in the dating market. Like I don't want her looking for my next partner, fuck. (laughs) So I needed to make sure she was upgraded. I needed to make sure that there was no clouded, um, influences. So I just totally went inward. So then I realized I really long for partnership. I do. I want to, I have so much love and inspiration and desire to partner with somebody. And I want to share that. And I believe that I, um, I am worthy of that. Right. Um, but I also wanted to make sure that longing and that desire wasn't coming from an unhealed place of codependency and all that. So I was always giving myself a hard time being like, well, is this a longing or is this a wound?" And then finally, actually, it was I I had my astrological chart read because I kind of plan my business and my personal life around some of the major things that are occurring in my chart each year. And one of the big things that came out of that, which was so validating for me, is um, relationships are my path to enlightenment. They are how I expand. They are how I I ascend and how I, I, I grow. Right. So I was like, thank you, because I know I need to start inviting somebody else into this process so I can start growing In ways I can't do that by myself, I did as much of my growth as I could by myself and it's time to include other people. So that's really where last year, halfway through the year, I started to open that up and start to gain experiences selectively and let other people in and have good, healthy experiences and expand in different ways myself. So this year I was like, I want more of that. So I really do. And I'm a very extroverted social person like people know. And the last two and a half, three years of my life were probably the most introverted I've ever had, but also the most expansive as well. So it's kind of interesting. I see that as almost being like my root system. Um, You know, you go from a seed and you grow all these roots. That's I was spending a lot of time in that kind of place. So for me. I really long for more connections, more opportunity, obviously partnership with somebody romantically is like on my list for this year. And I really believe that this is just like now the right timing to evolve into all of that. Um, So that is why I really desire more connection, more connection. But I also want, I, I, I let a lot of things, we talked about that in previous episodes around purging connections that are no longer aligned with us. Well, that left me with, less connections so I want to build more authentic um new versions of connections in my life that align with who uh you know who and how I'm living right now
0: I like how you you put in um how you questioned yourself about why you (laughs) wanted to go out because I think so many people want these connections because they can't handle being alone because they don't like who they are and haven't mm-hmm. done the work they need i think that's fascinating that you kind of really stopped and okay let me just wait a sec here let me why am i why do i want this because i know a lot of people like you see the ones that bounce from like re- relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship they get divorced they start dating someone right away you know what i mean and then they're, they're not working they're, they haven't healed this wound that needs to be healed um and i'm a firm believer that when you are 100 content with who you are one you don't really need anything else it becomes more of a choice to then allow other people in. And I think that yeah. that's really cool how you touched on that. So thank you for doing that. Cause I think people yeah. need to hear that.
1: Oh, for sure. And for me, you know, I was, I was quite independent before my marriage. So I knew I was okay on my own. I knew I was all right, but I prefer to be with a partner. I prefer to share and grow with somebody else. That's what I prefer. I don't need it. But then in my marriage, I became locked down in different ways. And for me I stay loyal in situations that my common sense should really get me out of. I stay places way too long. Um, so because I knew about that, I should say I stayed. I shouldn't make that a current because I'm really working on not doing that. But even, you know, my first job I ever had, like I got it. I had a job slinging jeans up at thrifties for years since I was 15. I get a job as a social worker with the government. And I still kept that job on the weekends because I just felt bad quitting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was it's that I stay loyal into places I don't need to stay loyal to anymore. So because I knew that that was a tendency of mine in the past, I did not want to find somebody that I might have decided to stay loyal to that I might not like, shouldn't, because I'm still in the process of growing. I was like, I don't want to find someone halfway through my growth process because I'm probably going to limit myself. Right. Um, yeah, so that's very much kind of where I was um, with that. But I'll tell you, you know, your feedback right there. I've gotten that feedback from a lot of other people that were like, wow, I can't believe that you've stayed single this whole time. Like most people are out, you know, fucking other guys and this and that. And I was like, I was in a sexless marriage for like a while before we actually separated. So I'm okay on my own. I've taken care of my own needs for many years now. I don't need somebody else to complicate the picture here until I have some fucking clarity, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I like those things get you in trouble. I have referred vibrators and batteries to clients multiple times because they are in so many relational crises. I'm like, just go and get yourself something to take care of your own needs. Cause you do not need to be involving all these other men in your drama. <laughs> like your life would be so much simpler <laughs> if you took care of your own needs right now and gained some fucking clarity. So <laughs> I say that as a joke, but it's so true. It's so true.
0: That was awesome.
1: <laughs> it's, it's very true though, Jason, like uh, you guys are all listening to me, you know, right? Like, Holy man, if I let, And, and again, like if I let that part of me that I've now been expanding into just as a part of who I am as a woman and reclaiming a lot of who I am and like, I'm, undoing lots of old conditioning and social programming around sexuality and women and our sensuality and stuff so I've done a lot of healing over that over the last few years yeah and if I let some of these new desires of mine lead the way I've been getting in all sorts of trouble like (laughs) I want I want some clarity before I I dive in and choose the right partners right Um, and again partners that are going to be with deep um, connection to themselves first so that they can connect deeply with me because there is I remember seeing this thing and it was like, people will only communicate to the level that they can like communicate to themselves. They'll only love to the level that they love themselves. Um, That kind of thing. Like, you know, have you heard that quote? Yeah. Well, I,
0: not the quote, but I understand it's common. People only can relate to people in the way that they know how.
1: Yeah, totally. Right. So I really wanted to make sure I wasn't limiting myself there. So that's kind of what that sense of deeper connection is. And you know, Theme-wise through so many of my clients in the last few years, many of them have gone on their own growth journey and they watch friendships just not end with like animosity. They just, they just fall to the side very peacefully. They just don't align anymore. Plans don't follow through anymore. They just aren't connecting the same. No one's taking it personally, thankfully for the most part, but recognizing like literally two different highways, two different directions, right? So Being able to just kind of um, you know, even just recognize that and let that space out where it needs to, but it has been a huge issue since COVID where people really have been noticing that their connections have shifted significantly.
0: Well, I I know it has for me, even in, in my last counseling session. Um, she asked me, like, do you feel like your world is shrinking? And I'm like, Yeah, oh, my world is definitely shrinking, but I'm not missing the stuff that's been jettisoned at all. Like, at all. In fact, I am happier with a smaller world just yeah. by nature of who I am and how I operate and, and what I look for in life. Right. It, it just makes so much more sense, but I've seen that it's amazing how many people though, maybe who aren't as self-aware can't handle those connections dropping. It's almost like, even if they know it's bad, they just don't want to let go because they're just used to things being the, the way that they've always been. Right
1: for sure and i've been there i've been there and even over the last little while too right there's still some that i'm just like and 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 i shouldn't say like i'm holding on to them because i don't want to let them go but i definitely am holding on to them because they are meaningful and i think that they're just um they're just not active right now, but they still exist. Right. Um, so at some point they will become active and will probably align again and things will work out. So I do still nourish them. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I've never owned an orchid successfully. I have a friend who has these gorgeous ones, but like I, I did the whole, like stick it in the closet for fucking 25 months or something until it blooms one flower. Like, no, but I feel like sometimes those friendships are like that. They're like the orchid in the closet doing its little dormant thing. <laughs> And then they'll blow, like bloom into a beautiful little flower at some point. So, yeah.
0: Any any pitfalls you think you'll find along the way that you that people should look out for who are looking to build stronger
1: connections, like? <laughs> so, so um, we just had so when we're recording this, you guys, it's gonna be a little later. Um, but <clears throat> essentially, this last weekend we had a full moon and we're in Mercury retrograde, <laughs> and that's almost like. It was like Mercury, like the full moon was like, hey, retrograde, hop on my back, hold my beer. And the two of them were just like, boom, we're going to bring things to the surface. Right. So, yeah, sometimes it's about um, the biggest thing that kind of comes to me there is sometimes when we're so eager to connect with people. And again, I come from a place where. I had minimal connection for a long time in my intimate relationship right I felt very disconnected for many many years so it actually doesn't take much to make me feel connected with somebody which is also it's not it's it's not really a good thing because then you're you might be settling for scraps you might be seeing something as like gold standard when it's actually just the basic you know, and it was funny because I was talking to one person about like trust and stuff. And they're like, I don't think that you're talking about extreme levels of trust. I actually think you're just talking about like a basic level of trust. And I was like, yeah, but when trust never existed, that does seem like an extreme level of it. So it's really interesting in that aspect. And I see that with lots of my clients too, is that when you've been starving for something for so long, the slightest taste of it feels amazing. It doesn't have to be a gourmet meal, right? It doesn't have to be even nutrient dense. You're just like, wow, that was something, right? So I would say being careful around that and using discernment and like really paying attention to like, just because somebody is willing to meet you in a connection, whether that's a business partnership and you're desperate to partner with someone. So the first person that's coming to you, you're like, yes, yes, this must be it. Make sure you're giving yourself a chance to be selective. Remember that like, like we have value, we have worth and not everything that's coming to us is supposed to be for us. Um, and that you can hold out and and ask for something more. But many of us are kind of reluctant to do that. So even if you want to maybe take that opportunity, just don't grab on too tight to it. So be, you know, if it was the business partnership, be like, yeah, you know what, let's meet for coffee. And let's like, almost fantasize what that would look like instead of no, because you don't might maybe want to turn that down or instead of like, yeah, let's do it. And you jump in with both feet, right? Which is harder to get out of. And when you stay loyal in situations for too long, you don't want to jump in like that too much. So that, that kind of piece is like really what stands out the most to me, because you almost have to recalibrate what your baseline is when your baseline was always like, in the shitter, essentially, then like, you got to slowly titrate up so that you can actually see what higher value connection looks like, you know?
0: No, I, 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 and I, that was kind of in my, when I asked that question, that was what was in my mind because I know even from my own personal experiences, um, not even just dating in the past or it's been a long time since I've done that, but even just in, in working partnerships and stuff like that, um, we do sometimes the first thing that comes along that feels good you just kind of go with it yeah instead of just pausing and just you know taking the (laughs) right sounds bad riding that train for a while but then sort of pausing every (laughs) once in a while to see if this is really what you want out of it or not right like it's i think it's an important thing to kind of keep asking yourself that question reevaluate as things go along
1: Well, yeah. So we like get to test drive vehicles. We get free trials of things, right? We're always getting free trials of things. So yeah, maybe you want to test drive something before you really like commit to it. But again, sometimes we're like, we have too much of that in this culture too, right? But I also think too, when it comes to personal relationships, when it comes to connections with individuals, um, there's so many aspects that are, um, that uh come into play with that and it is about you know you getting down to those core issues of like when do we speak up for what our needs are you know is there certain things we're starting to silence just in hopes that we'll keep the partnership or it will actually still work or you know where do you find yourself kind of falling out of alignment of 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 those things and then also recognizing we tend to, unless we're really disciplined with ourselves, we tend to build attachments and we really hold on to things tightly because we have these hearts that want to give and receive and we want, we innately want connection. Like when I looked at that personal connections website, it said, whether or not we're able to acknowledge it, each of us carries an innate need to connect with others. And we really do, right? We long for intimacy that that need to be seen and heard and validated and, you know, exist to be worthy you know with other individuals as well and if we're lacking that within ourselves or if we found it within ourselves and then we're like eager to really genuinely connect with others we'll want to grab on to that right so that's the other piece is like sometimes we might be too willing to grab on too quickly or too strongly right
0: no and i think in our uh you mentioned this briefly but in our modern society of instant gratification we do want that right away yeah. Like right away. I don't want to put work into this. So the first thing that feels great, I'm just going
1: to, here we go. And then, yeah. And and you kind of can't blame us too, right? Like it requires a lot of discipline. It requires a lot of discipline and like honesty with ourselves around things, risk, right? Like because then we're risking, well, what if we lose this? And I think, you know, it's been really interesting. I've had a lot of I like to have conversations with people cuz I am like, you know, 15 years out of the dating game, so I like to hear people's experiences who are like frustrated with being in it for so long. And it's been really wild to kind of hear the differences between, you know, men and how they perceive women as having a lot more availability and access to the dating world. Um, just in terms of swiping and shit like that, but like, it's very interesting to hear people's experiences around, um, some of those things and yeah, there's, there's so many different reasons why, um, we will be more likely to connect or then less likely to connect with others too. And I feel like we almost have this ability for everyone to kind of just keep one foot out. You know, no one really has to put two feet in. Everyone's got one foot out with like multiple different people. I've heard, I remember hearing that from just so many clients. And I was like, wow, like how does that work when you're like, DMs are full of like six different conversations. Like how does your heart turn to all these places? But then I also get that you're like, I can't just take the first one and think that's it. Like, but where do you shut that off? Where do you stop looking for the one and make the choice? And I, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people. And again, this is just like the job. I know people who chronically apply for more and more jobs and there's not the one job. There's not the one person that you're going to love. There's not this idea of the one it's like, who you choose, that's your best match for now. But then also that potential piece of who's going to grow with you. And I mean this in business partnerships and friendships and lots of other things. Like who are you choosing right now as a good fit? But also that's in alignment with like some core future foundational pieces, of course, like core you know values and stuff align in different ways. But, but it's like, who's going to actively choose you every day? And sometimes that is the most important piece of any relationship, business, personal, romantic, whatever it is, who's going to do the work with you? Because no matter how great a partnership and chemistry, and again, chemistry and connection, two different things. And then we're looking at trauma bonds and we're looking at all these other things there too. But like, and people are longing for that sparky net chemistry, right? All the time. That's probably trauma guiding, right? But essentially like, Who's actually going to choose you every day and do the work with you? Because when all of that stuff is said and done, you still need to navigate all of the other stuff. You can have the perfect individual, the perfect business partner, this and that. But if they're not emotionally available or a good communicator or willing to do the hard things with you and grow with you, you got shit. You got nothing, you know? Yeah. no matter how good it feels, you got nothing. For sure.
0: That that's my thought. That is a perfect thought. <laughs> and that's a good thought to end on because that just summed everything up right there. Like what, what you want from any of the connection of value, that's it. It's the person who's going to be, cause you're right. There is no ideal. There's no one,
1: no,
0: this isn't the matrix. Um, there's no one, um, mm-hmm. but there's the right person for right now. And that person could last a month, a year, the rest of your life. You don't know.
1: But if you keep putting
0: the work in, then it's going to, then it's going to be worthwhile.
1: Yeah. If that's what both people want is long-term commitment to each other and their commitment to their growth, you know, with each other, those kinds of things. So yeah, that's, that's my thoughts around all of that.
0: Around the connections. Perfect. Well, that wraps up this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week with a whole new topic, (laughs) which we will figure out before next week happens. Or in the case of us recording two episodes back, back the next five minutes. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also, I just want to point out here too, like, you know, Jason and I share a lot about our stories here. And we're also sharing lots of information that brings up a lot of your stories. You guys have built connection with us, like our really dedicated followers, you guys feel connected to us, don't you? I really want to point that out too, because sometimes we don't always need physical relationship, um, you know, to feel connected to other people. I think Jason and I have done a really wicked job of creating connection with you guys. And that's why you listen to us, because you feel connected to us. So I also want to highlight that piece too.
0: That's good. And if you have a connection story you want to share, put it in the comments on our Instagram.
1: Please do.
0: Tell us your connection stories or what you look for or don't look for in a positive connection. Um, Until then,
1: I'm Jason. I'm Jolene.
0: Talk again next week.